to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. What would you miss the most if you left the United States? Would you miss your friends? Maybe family members that were left behind? Would you miss something as simple as a cheeseburger from, I don't know, McDonald's, say? Sometimes it's not just the big things that you miss, but it's the little tiny things. That's how Emily feels. Emily is 14 years old, and she's living with her parents in Indonesia. They've been there for almost two years, and Emily is sick and tired of living there. She wants to go home. Her parents are there for humanitarian reasons. They're both doctors, and they work at a hospital specializing in helping children that are obviously not able to have the regular medical care that maybe we would have access to in the United States. They ask Emily to help out quite a bit, and she does. She's not thrilled about it, because who in their right mind likes to empty bedpans and clean up sheets that someone has just vomited on? But she does it. Not happily, but she does it. When her uncle Matt comes to visit, though, it stirs up feelings of her wanting to go back to the United States. And she's begged her parents that, hey, why can't I go ahead and live with Uncle Matt until you guys are done working here in Indonesia? Yeah, they're not going for that. Even though her Uncle Matt is like, yeah, sure, no problem. So he's come for a visit, and he's on one of the other islands. As you may or may not know, Indonesia has tons of islands. It's made up of a lot of different islands. And one day she's at the hospital. Something really awful happens, and she gets into a terrible fight with her parents. At that moment, it just all becomes way too much for her. She runs out of the hospital and races down to the harbor. She makes a split-second decision to get on a ferry boat to go to the island where her uncle is, and she's hoping that maybe the two of them can work out a plan so that she will indeed be able to go back home with him. At the harbor, she boards a ferry boat, and there are hundreds of people on this boat. And ferry boats are used to ferry, move people, back and forth between all these islands. So she's been on ferries lots of times before. She's even been to the island that she's going to that her uncle is staying at for the moment. So she's on this boat, and it gets out into the middle of the ocean. Uh, Well, they're away from any land. They can't see any land. And the boat begins to have a bit of a list to it. And at first, she's like, okay, this is not normal, but no one seems to be freaking out. And then the boat has a decided lean to it. It's so much of a lean that people are actually physically holding onto the railing to keep from falling down. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay, this this is not good. This is not good at all. Especially when she sees the captain leave the wheelhouse, he comes out and there's this big box on the top deck. He opens it up and begins to throw life vests at everyone randomly. You guessed it, and so did Emily. The ferry goes down. Luckily for Emily, she's a very good swimmer, but it doesn't mean that she can escape the people that are around her. She has a life vest when she goes into the water, but it is taken away from her by someone else. All around here, she sees the chaos of people drowning, and she realizes that she probably needs to get away from it, or she's going to get caught up in it herself. A few hours later, she comes across a woman who has clearly been struggling and is looking like she's about to drown. And Emily, who has been trained in lifeguarding, puts her in the life-saving hold to swim with her after she convinces her to take off her long dress because it's weighing her down. 
You must swim now, Emily said with a little gasp. I am tired and I cannot swim for us both. No, 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 the woman said weakly. But I will show you how to swim better. No, and you are much, much more light now. It will be fine. It will be good. No, the woman yelled as Emily let go. It will be fine, Emily repeated firmly, easing away from her. But the woman immediately began to panic, clawing her arms up the imaginary ladder, trying to climb out of the water, trying to pull herself back to Emily. Stop making your arms like that, Emily said. The woman sank under. Emily swam to her, grabbed her from behind, and resumed the life-saving swim. Listen to me. You must not reach up with your arms like that. You must keep them under the water and push them to your sides, gently. Do you hear me? No, I cannot. I'm too tired. You must hold me. I cannot hold you. I am tired. Now, this very minute, I am so tired. I cannot hold you. I cannot swim any more. I cannot swim, the woman said to the sky. You must swim or you will not live. Then I will not live, said the woman, suddenly sober. You will live if you try. Now remember, remember to push your arms to the sides. Emily let go of her again. This time, the woman let herself sink into the water. It was deliberate, and, after all of her terror, it was eerily calm. Emily could not believe what she was seeing. Stop! she screeched. Stop it! She grabbed the woman again, but this time the woman fought her and pulled away. She let herself sink. Emily yelled, No! and reached for the woman once more, yanking her face out of the water by the hair. The woman wrenched away from her with what looked like hatred in her eyes. Do not bring me back up again, she said through her teeth. Emily watched as the woman sank in the water one last time. Overboard by Elizabeth Fama